It's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio. It is the week of August 24th, 2020. A lot to get to this week, so we thought no guest. Um, so we're just going to talk about some stories. We, we can't. There's no time to spare. There's, there's only so, so much, much news happening right now. Big only, news week. I know. And it's like we only get an hour a week, and then we devote half the show to these uh, hooligans that come on that are running for office. Which <laughs> hoodlums. Is, <laughs> hoodlums. Uh, it's actually been really cool to have the guests. Well, the guests will return next week and, uh, of course, leading up to the election. But uh, this week, former Trump campaign chairman Steve Bannon has been indicted. Allegedly, he was stealing money from a border wall uh, crowdsourced fund. Uh, look at that. Uh, the border wall fund being something that might be corrupt. What happened to Mexico uh, paying for it? I don't know. I don't know what happened to that. Um, Yeah. Um, Also, some uh, prominent Republicans are now uh, turning their backs on DJT, saying that they will not vote for uh, the the (laughs) a-hole. I can't imagine why. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We'll talk about that. I'll tell you who and more. And then also a news roundup because there's just so much to get to. Time to get informed. Uh, sit down, and we're not above you, okay? I, I know that sometimes we start out the show with these little teases talking about this and that happening, but we're just like you. We're trying to make sense of everything. We're just average people here. Uh, you can tweet us. It's news to us on Twitter. Please do. I have to press this button for the show to officially start, though. It's news to us. With Eddie, Jason, and Katie. How are you guys doing? Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah, doing good, man. How are you? Um, the the a lot of smoke right now. There are some wildfires in Colorado, and it's hurting my allergies. I am uh, on fire, dude. I've been dying. The, today I couldn't even keep my eyes open. This morning I I tried to go for a little bike ride. I had like thirty minutes. I couldn't do it. I had to like go home ten minutes in because I, I literally couldn't keep my eyes open. Yeah, we went to the pool yesterday, and last night when I got home, I was like, uh, my eyes were just on fire all night long. Eye drops couldn't save me. Oh, I, I even had, I had to lay down and um and take a nap today because of this. Yeah, like my head hurts, my nostrils are on fire, my eyes are on fire. Like it, and it's like been a week of this. I'm just like, I oh, know it's crazy. It end. And the, and the the wildfires are also in California too. I think we're going to touch on that in the roundup. Jason, the the it's not affecting you. Your allergies don't mind this. You're you're immune no, to it, this. It's definitely affecting me, but not as not nearly as bad as what you two are describing. Oh, okay, and you know, I'm better than you. One of these fires in Colorado. We were supposed to go camping a few days ago, and it started right where we were supposed to be camping, like literally, like in the camp spot we were going to be in. It's a good thing that you didn't uh, go camping like a week earlier because I would have blamed all this on you guys. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, even a day earlier. Um, Katie is our social media manager, and our it's news to us Twitter account is just blowing up. A lot of people are interacting and talking with us, so thank you if that is you. If you haven't followed us yet, follow it's news to us because we uh, like to talk to you throughout the week. And there's a, a topic that I posed to our Twitter family today before the show because this is something that has come up in conversation with friends uh, what's the best way to handle family members with opposing political views um i know that you guys have run into this it's um, a big problem in my family 
Kill them with truth. Kill them with truth. But that, that doesn't, doesn't work always in work. My family. It, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> Catherine Resistor says to avoid them just completely on Twitter. That's what she says. Just avoid them completely. That's what you need to do. I, Probably the best bet. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to avoid your family completely, but avoid bringing up the topic. That's what I do because I know that, I, you know, my parents don't have the same political views as I do. They are a little bit opposite there, but uh, I'll drop little bombs here and there and then just Wait, walk away up. from it. Back up. Your parents are Trump supporters. They voted for Trump. I, you know, and honestly, uh, mm-hmm. I was so disgusted by that over the past four years that I haven't brought it up much. So I don't know if they still support him. But they in the twenty sixteen election, but they always vote Republican. So I have an idea. Yeah, let's get your parents on the show, and then <laughs> yeah, try to convert them. No, just talk to them. <laughs> we could. Yeah, we should. Why not? Let's see uh, why they decided to vote that way. And I don't, I don't even know and if, if they, they still, still would. I'm curious if they still would. They still are. Yeah, a lot of people are jumping Trump ship right now, and. Doggo uh, I would like to know if, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Because some people are, I mean, some people aren't. But like then my again, aunt and uncle that we're super close to are not. They've dug in. They're probably bigger Trump supporters now than they were when they voted for him the first time. And I do feel like they have dug in, but, uh, to be honest. And I don't know if it's oh, going to really? be a productive conversation. Really? Yeah, I, this is why. I, no go. It's why I kind of like this advice, advice to uh, avoid it. Just the, the mm. uh, somebody says uh, uh, Mickey Foon on uh, Twitter, following us on its news to us, says your choices include number one, password protect their access to Fox News, <laughs> two, send them facts every day by their preferred social media, three, cut them out of your life but explain why in a letter, four, ghost them, five, study up on cult deprogramming and devote the next seventy days to that. <laughs> That was a really funny response. They put a lot of thought into that one. Yeah, I like the cult deprogramming because I feel like that's probably what it would take to get through to my family. I think if you send a fax with all the facts, (laughs) you might get through to them. I feel like we should make a rap song about that. Like, here's my fax with all the facts. (laughs) And then finally, uh, at Let's Hope Prevail responded to us on Twitter saying, number one, ask them if they will still back Trump if he refuses to leave office after a Biden win, if they say yes, ask if they will still back Trump if he refuses to leave office after a second term, if they still say yes, ask them if they realize backtating a dictator is un-American. That right there just has way too much logic, and I don't think that would work with the most people. Uh, no, not Trump supporters anyways. they yeah. There's zero logic in their support. And then um, also on our social media follow us, it's news to us. We asked uh, if the general election were to go down today in the poll, who would you vote for? And 84% say Joe Biden. All right. And this, is an, this is an official poll. It's going to be a landslide. But I was surprised, though, 15% of our followers say that they would vote for Donald Trump. So don't you think that we're, we're just here only trying to talk to one group of people? We're trying to reach everybody. So we do have some Trump supporters that are fans of the show. And that's okay. That's awesome. You can listen and hopefully uh, share your ideas with us. We share your our ideas with you. That's what it's all about. Uh, I wish some Trump supporters would call in and talk to us. 
Well, remember we had that on our cocktail roundtable, but they demanded a voice changer. Yeah. I don't know why. We're sharing ideas. We're sharing the news with our own opinion. Yeah. The Dirty Deets, and that's what this is. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Remember Steve Bannon? The guy looks like... uh, A zit? He looks like, yeah, he looks like an alcoholic zit. That's what he looks like. Like he needs to be popped? (laughs) Yes. He's a whitehead? He looks like John Candy today. (laughs) No way. John Candy was a nice man. This guy's a disgusting piece of shit. Well, I know, but he looks like John Candy's rotting corpse 20 years later. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying now. (laughs) Yeah, let's not show our bias just yet. Anyways, I hate to attack the guy's physical appearance because the other side would never do that. Oh, he just looks so gross, though. He really is disgusting. He's the former Trump campaign chairman, and uh, he and others have been indicted in alleged fraud in a fundraising scheme. Shocker. Let's add this to the list uh, of uh, DJT associates getting in trouble. Roger Stone convicted. Flynn pled guilty. Uh, Papadopoulos, guilty, pled guilty. Manafort, convicted, and now Bannon. And Don't DJ, forget Levin Igor. Oh, yes. Uh, and DJT was actually asked, like, why are you surrounding all these people that are getting in trouble with the law? Why are you surrounding yourself with all these people? Respectfully, sir, it's not just Steve Bannon, it's Roger Stone, it's Michael Flynn, it's Rick Gates, Paul Manafort, Michael Cohen. What's it say about your judgment that these are the kind of people well, who are no idea and the cultural lawlessness <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, around... People there was great lawlessness in the Obama administration. They spied on our campaign illegally. Uh, and if you look at all of the things and all of the scandals they had, they had tremendous lawlessness. Yeah, so he went from I have no idea to blaming Obama. That's sort of his his goal. He goes down the list when you ask Let him a question. And that yeah. was, that's not true. We no. Sure we were clear on that. Right. That's, of course that's not true. Uh, nobody in the Obama administration was indicted. Uh, like spied on him. Obama administration he, he is like famously like scandal free for the most part. Like they're zero indictments, zero scandals. Well, like, don't forget the tan suit. A tan suit was a giant. That was a scandal. big scandal. Yeah, yeah, there was something about mustard at some point too that was pretty salacious. And his golfing. Oh my god, his golfing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But so Steve Bannon, another uh, DJT associate. Now, Steve Bannon was actually a, in case you don't remember, he was a top advisor for DJT's 2016 presidential uh, campaign. In fact, people say the mastermind behind it. Um, he was later appointed chief strategist in the Trump administration, and then he left after he didn't get along with DJT. According to some reports, uh, it went two ways. They both didn't get along. And uh, before working for Trump, Bannon co-founded Breitbart. And he, of course, Breitbart is known for uh, posting a lot of neo-Nazi and white supremacist ideology and conspiracy theories. So that's Steve Bannon. In case but he also beat his wife a whole bunch. Wasn't yes. Chief Strategist Dog like a Steve new Bannon. position that like they formed for Steve Bannon? Like it wasn't a position before Steve Bannon? It was just a way to get him into the White House without being Senate confirmed. I don't know about that. I don't recall. Probably it sounds like something they would do. I'm pretty sure. 
Someone I had to get rid of a barking me. dog while I'm on the air here. <laughs> Hugo's pissed off about Steve Bannon, <laughs> he's, too. He's flipping out. He's flipping out. Yeah, he's like, damn it, Steve. Joe, it's like, I thought we're having a good show. We have a good vibe. And then the dog gets really angry about Steve Bannon. But I can't blame him for interrupting me because we all we all are angry about this. Yes. But what are the, so okay. the details on Steve Bannon's indictment. So uh, a federal grand jury in Manhattan, the SDNY, right? Correct. Uh, they indicted Trump's uh, campaign chairman, uh, Bannon, accusing him and three other people of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. So basically they were having uh, people donate to this uh, this fundraising scheme, which is all about building that border wall. And then they were stealing money from that. They were siphoning money off of that for personal use, which is just like textbook uh, board, uh, fraud is what that is. They defrauded GoFundMe. Basically, they set up a GoFundMe account, had people donate to build the wall, and then instead of building the wall, they took majority of the money for themselves. And this yeah. was after they like released a, a statement saying that they weren't going to use the money for themselves, too. Oh, yeah. Fraud guaranteed. <laughs> fraud guaranteed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the uh, the fundraising campaign was called "We Build the Wall," which is really weird because I thought you know as Jason pointed out earlier, the whole point about the walls that Mexico is going to pay for it, and then you have this organization that is all about crowd sourced funding from Trump supporters to pay for the wall themselves. How do you even like? How does how do you go from point A to point B? How do you decide to to? donate to that it was like a stretch of mall or mall a stretch of wall that for some reason wasn't going to be covered by whatever america was going to pay it was like in an area of private i don't know what the stipulations were but it couldn't be paid for with federal funds well they were able to raise 25 million dollars from idiots well and they apparently spent it on yachts and <laughs> yes other things yeah so. they, they bought yachts well, apparently isn't that important to them no and, and bannon himself allegedly siphoned off more than a million dollars he had this unnamed nonprofit that he was using to siphon off the money and of course another guy we said earlier it's him and uh, some other people but uh, Bannon, the most notable right here because he was you know trump's close advisor and uh, campaign chairman i think that's how he funded his wine cooler habit Wine coolers. <laughs> you think he's a wine cooler kind of a guy? He kind of strikes me as a wine cooler guy. I think he's. I think <laughs> he likes no a beer belly. That's a wine cooler belly. <laughs> <laughs> I I always p- thought he was more of a slippery nipple guy. <laughs> he looks like a slippery nipple. His face has like twenty five slippery nipples on it with <laughs> the acne. <laughs> Oh my god! I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Uh, we get a Google a picture of this guy. Oh, <laughs> oh! And when he was getting out of jail, he looked so happy, like he had like accomplished something. And I just wish somebody would have like smacked the smile off his face, like "fuck you, man." Yeah, and if you think we're being mean to this guy, this guy uh, he instilled a wannabe fascist as president of the United States. So I have no mercy on this guy. Yeah. He he's, get, he's not he an innocent bystander. Elected too, like he's responsible for the crumbling of democracy throughout many 
countries while enriching himself yeah while making himself rich doing it this guy can eat a fat one He's just a scumbag. Uh, so he was taken into federal custody, which by the by the United States Postal Service, which I thought was really interesting. And I didn't know that the uh, United States Postal Service could arrest people. I know that the USPS is in the news a lot. We just did a show on it last week, so uh, I had to look into that a little bit more. Did you guys know that uh, the USPS has an elite police unit known as the U.S. Postal Inspection Service? And they've been fighting crime since 1872. I did know that. I watched the 1990s classic with Kevin Costner, the Postmaster. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. But- that's what oh, that was never about. Even heard of it? So there, oh, really? there are about 1,200 uh, postal inspectors that carry weapons, make arrests, and execute federal search warrants. And these are so he was arrested by the USPS. That's kind of like almost poetic right now with what's going on, the way that that worked out. With, they actually yeah. actually help with a lot of financial crimes because uh, a lot of them are committed through mail. Well, if you want to be a mail uh, officer, a postal worker with a gun, it's a 16-week training program that covers firearms, physical fitness, and defense tactics. Uh, and in, in last year alone, they made over almost 6,000 arrests. So yeah, they, they're active. We should also note that... Uh, they arrested him on while he was out in the ocean on a Chinese billionaire's yacht. Yeah. How embarrassing. China. China. Yeah. <laughs> how embarrassing. Well, it, Crazy it, how he's not racist against that Chinese guy, huh? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. If somebody can help him, that's what it's all about. Yeah. But in this, addition to, uh, to Bannon, also Blackwater founder Eric Prince was uh, also on the advisory board. For this uh, for this organization, uh, we build the wall. Is that what it's called? Right. We oh, build the wall. Um, yeah. And, I hope um, Eric Prince gets arrested so bad. Former He's Representative Tom Tancredo of Colorado is also on that board. Milwaukee Yikes. County Sheriff David Clark and former Major League what? Baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling. <laughs> so. Wow. How the fuck did that group get together? That's a spread. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Tancredo, huh? And Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Schilling. <laughs> Schilling of all people wrapped up in this. <laughs> and a sheriff. And a sheriff. Sheriff in David Milwaukee. Clark. Where's David Clark been in the news lately? I don't know, but we don't I know. I feel like that's a familiar name. As far as I know, there's no alleged wrongdoing of those people. Those are some folks who are involved in the organization, so they better watch out. <laughs> yeah, they're probably next. There's a paper trail. Of, Hopefully you know, they turn on going. Bannon. Um, they asked uh, DJT if he knew anything about Steve Bannon's border wall uh, organization, and he said no at first. But then uh, allegedly, or not allegedly, uh, he's also quoted as saying that uh, he gave it his blessing about a year ago. Uh, so he, another lie out of that guy's stupid mouth. Well, there's like pictures of like Junior and Eric at border wall at their like fundraisers at Mar-a-Lago. There's more than pictures. There's video of Junior like standing around this cafe with a microphone yelling at people about how important it is and how it's a great organization. Like they, they were really wrapped up in this thing. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're ripping off their Republican donors. They're ripping off cancer kids. They're ripping off the government. They're ripping off everybody. Pretty much. I mean, the whole thing is a criminal organization. And that's why DJT should really be worried about Bannon being uh, indicted because the charges that he's facing could face 20 years in prison. So 
uh, you know, Bannon apparently is always looking out for himself. Why would he? Why would he stay loyal to Trump at this point? They had a falling out, like we mentioned earlier. So it could. It looks like, in order to save his own ass, Bannon could flip on Trump pretty easily, just based on what we know so far. However, he could try to hold out for a pardon or a commuted sentence, like Roger Stone. What do you guys think? I feel like Bannon's got like a I made you kind of mentality with Trump and that he kind of went into the night silently before. But this he might fight. He might turn. He might talk. I think he's going to he's going to look for a uh, commutation of a sentence. But do you think there's any loyalty there anymore? Because they had that big falling out. I I, and uh, and apparently Trump was trying to distance himself from this. We build the wall foundation. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that he's going to hold out for that. I'm pretty sure he's going to just be like, screw it. I mean, what does he have? So and what we know that uh, about the 2016 election that's come out, we'll talk about a little more later, is that it has been confirmed that Russia did assist the uh, the election of Donald J. Trump and who was the campaign chairman it was the guy who was just arrested bannon so he has a lot of information a valuable information i would imagine right you would imagine so that'll be interesting to see what happens there because uh i i don't know i i don't i don't think he's gonna be loyal but i, I hope don't think so either he just seems like a douchebag that's all uh, for himself and if he can get out of prison he will um we'll see yeah that. but if he's if he remains loyal he can uh, continue on with this facade and and just get a, a pardon or a commutation of you know. Yeah, I, I feel like the the people in like on the law side of things though are starting to wise up to this, and they're bringing different charges in different states, like at different levels. There's going to be federal charges. There's going to be state charges, and these these are state charges, right? No, they're federal. Federal. So if these are federal charges. Let's just wait for the state charges to hit because those can't be commuted, right? That's correct. So, why haven't states gone after Stone? I would watch for some state charges to roll down. I don't know. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. Mm. All right. Interesting. Maybe yeah. they're holding up some, maybe there's actual indictments out there that just haven't been unsealed yet. Well, the, we'll keep an eye on this story for you. The dirty deeds continue. Uh, several Republicans that are prominent have turned on the president and have publicly announced that they're not going to be voting for him. We'll tell you who. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. This was a crazy video that dropped earlier in the week. We did retweet it on its, its news to us. Uh, Miles Taylor served as Department of Homeland Security Chief of Staff and there's a new video that came out from Republican voters against Trump. And uh, he just rails against DJT in this uh, video right here. I'm Miles Taylor. I served as the chief of staff of the Department of Homeland Security under the Donald Trump administration. I would go into the office. I would read my intelligence brief. And then it was my job to help the Department of Homeland Security to keep our country safe. Well, thank you for that service. Thanks for that resume. Okay, just get to it. What we saw week in and week out, and for me, after two and a half years in that administration, was terrifying. We would go in to try to talk to him about a pressing national security issue, cyber attack, 
terrorism threat. He wasn't interested in those things. To him, they weren't priorities. The president wanted to exploit the Department of Homeland Security for his own political purposes and to fuel his own agenda. So uh, terrorist attacks and uh, and safety risks to the United States people, to the people of the United States, not a not a concern to DJT, according to this guy. And I think that's apparent with the way that COVID has been handled. And real quick, uh, regarding Miles Taylor, he keeps alluding on Twitter today that he's about to drop something new, and it's coming shortly. We'll see. Ooh, let's keep an eye on that. Maybe we'll get it before the end of the show. Can he drop it before we're off? That would be awesome. Yeah, should I tweet at him? Yeah. We have half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> we have 30 minutes. <laughs> get California. On. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Wildfires. On a phone call with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, he told FEMA to cut off the money and to no longer give individual assistance to California. He told us to stop giving money to people whose houses had burned down from a wildfire because he was so rageful that people in the state of California didn't support him and that politically it wasn't a base for him. The- yeah, we've those. that's the second time we've heard this is, I mean, this happened with the COVID response. Jared Kushner not uh, wanting to give relief and assistance to Democratic states. Um, so it's being corroborated. That's happening. Policies yeah. at the border. He wanted to restart zero tolerance and separate families. He said he wanted to go further and have a deliberate policy of ripping children away from their parents to show those parents that they shouldn't come to the border in the first place. A lot of the time, how 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 disgusting is that? A policy that says rip children from parents' arms. That is just barbaric shit. And then when one person wasn't doing it fast enough, they hired somebody else to do it faster. Mm things he wanted to do not only were impossible but in many cases illegal he didn't want us to tell him it was illegal anymore because he knew that there were and these were his words he knew that he had magical authorities <laughs> and he kind of does because he's he's got away with this much without any accountability I, I hate to say that his magical authority has gotten him this far i really there's got to be some accountability though here though Please. he has been impeached yeah, but that didn't go very far. That just yeah. empowered him. He hasn't been removed. Uh, well, so if you want to watch that video in its entirety, it's on our it's news to us Twitter. You can find that pretty easily. Again, it's uh, Miles Taylor. But that, he's not the only uh, Republican that is speaking out against EJT. Of course, Mitt Romney has been a longtime uh, vocal adversary publicly, and he has said that he is not going to vote for DJT. Uh, John Bolton, Trump's former national security advisor and longtime, like this guy is like a conservative conservative. He has said that he's not going to vote for uh, for Trump, but he also said he's not going to vote for Biden. What a dipshit. What an asshole. Fuck you, John Bolton. I know yeah. this guy's a coward all the way, too, by the way. I hate John Bolton. He, he should have said something during the impeachment when they asked him to. He's trying to hold he out should've. for his book deal. Yeah, okay. fuck that guy. Uh, Jeff Flake. And his mustache. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff Flake, Arizona senator, he said he will not vote for Trump, but again, he says he's never voted for a Democrat president. Another asshole. Jeff Flake is like one of those guys that was somewhat reasonable, but would never, he he would like kind of play with the media and be like, oh, I I might vote against DJT on this. So we'll see what happens. Then he he never would. Uh, But anyways. uh, He was on a list like was it 27 former republicans uh that was uh released today saying that they were endorsing joe biden 
Oh, he is? Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. My information is just came out today. Okay. Uh, uh, Colin Powell, he's going to be voting for Biden. Uh, John Kasich. Yeah. Yeah. Last week for the DNC. So the list is growing, actually. There's a lot more. And um, it's also pretty... We're, we're also keeping an eye on George W. Bush. This guy's got to come out against Trump. And, and there's there's rumor that he may as we get closer to the election, but because uh, he does not... From what we understand, this is just like... He's made no public statements, but through just like reports and hearsay, even uh, uh, Bush is, uh, is on the verge of saying something publicly against DJT. Damning. So many Republicans now are just like hardcore from the like Bush Republican age. It would be really beneficial for him to step up yeah. and say that it's a bad idea to vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But there there are a lot of prominent Republicans that have been like almost heads of the, the party in different ways that are now flipping on this guy. And it's not enough. We need more. Uh, people to speak out and say what's going on isn't normal. It's not about Republican and Democrat anymore. It's about fascism and democracy. That's really yeah. I mean, it really is. It literally it is. Like, I saw an article. I think it was this weekend. Was it like seventy people from past intelligence agencies or something that came out against Trump this weekend? Oh yeah, last week National Security. Yeah, yeah, National Security agencies. And it's they not even all like signed on to a, a letter. Um, I think it might have been in the Wall Street Journal or New York Times, something like something. that. I think yeah. we have to like almost reframe that when we say against Trump, it's it's against fascism because yeah, Trump could be the idiot doing. he is and not be pulling half the shit he is, and then he just be like a idiot in the office that we're not liking. But we're we're against him. It's the bigger idea that he's dismantling his democracy. Well, and and this whole pandemic thing just just blowing it off. He's literally blown it off. He's not doing anything. And what he does does do is worthless. He's worthless to us. All he does is cause wreak havoc in our country. That's all he does. That's you all want, he's good well, if you're in, a, especially if you're in a blue state, you want four more years of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cal- California yes. needs to rake their leaves. Apparently rake goddamn <laughs> thinking, leaves. Thinking about it right now is, I mean, DJT's only been office for what? Three and a half years. And look at the damage that he has done. The damage that he has done is, I mean, it's kind of scary. Like it, it's, it's really scary. Actually the damage that he's done, but I think it's, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's been the, you know, we've been going down this path for like the last 30 years and DJT kind of was just like just exponentially pushing us further and further. Right place, right time. And also yeah. it's it's also a good reminder, uh, a wake up call for a lot of us that these that the elections matter and we should be paying attention to all of our elected officials because they're there to work for us. And if they're not kicking the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, and once he had. Once he had Barr installed, it was pretty much he became unstoppable. So Ugh. that's why voting for people like your house, Senate, Senate, Senate was bigger because McConnell took over the Senate in the midterms of uh, 
Obama's second term. Yeah, but he was still, we were still able to stop him sometimes once we had the House. Once Barr was confirmed, it was over. There what's, was no stopping him. What's the coming up? Was, was almost non-existent as, as soon as uh, Republicans took the House and Senate. Uh, yeah, when and that was back and in then, Obama's term. Right, but that that's where like the I think the the slide of where we're at started. Absolutely. That's yeah, historians where... are going to be uh, looking at this part point in our history for a very long time. We're living through just a dark period in American history. What's coming up in the news roundup? Couple stories to tease. Anything uh, big? Uh, got big stories. <laughs> Tons. Yeah, super big. We got uh, some Nalvaney. California's on fire in a bad way. Yeah. The uh, Senate Intelligence Committee saying that it is uh, the final report on Russia on the 2016 election. Yes, DJT colluded. With uh, the help of Manafort, Bannon, and Stone. We'll talk yeah, about all weird. that and more. And, like, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to keep it light as possible. I know all this is really heavy. It really is. It's just, a, it's a lot. But we'll be right back. Hang in there. We have to hang in there. It's exhausting. It's a marathon of bullshit. I know. We'll be right back. <laughs> Grab a beverage. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're back here live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't done that yet. It's news to us on Twitter. Um. Oh, yes. So... Let's check in live real quick. We're live on the air with the Republican National Convention. Let's see what's happening right now. Love our country and respect its founding fathers. Not taught to hate. Bullshit. Okay, what else is happening? (laughs) As you were saying that, we have it muted on the TV at home, and it looked really (laughs) funny as it was playing on the... The voice was all off, and it looked really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Republican National Convention is going on. And Donald Trump is speaking every single night of the three nights. Uh, his family is speaking. It seems like they had a hard time finding anybody to speak at the RNC. They did get a can of of Goya beans to make a statement. Uh, I think that's going to be the headline speaker. And Scott Bayo is on standby, just in case somebody calls in sick. RNC, if you're indicted, you're invited. <laughs> Uh okay, news roundup. What is happening with the with with the news just all around the world? I what's I, I'm on a new soundboard here, so I don't know if I have the the news roundup uh thing to play. Oh wait, uh, we'll wait. <laughs> We're patient. Well, you can wait all day because it's not going to happen. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Yeehaw! News roundup. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> It's news to us. News Roundup. Yeah! Oh, we had faith in you, Eddie. Yeah, see? There you it is. It. There it is. Go! All right, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, some bad news ha- coming from Wisconsin. Last night, a, uh African-American male was shot in the back seven times by police officers. Um, don't know yet. Uh, full story. They haven't released. They're they're investigating. Um, but he was shot while trying to get into his vehicle and for something. Um, we don't know yet. But his three boys, three sons, were in the car while um 
officer police officers shot an African American in the back. Uh, right in front of him. Right in front of his kids. Adobe.com slash Black Lives Matter. A lot of uh, resources there. Just is, another I can't believe this is still going on. And, Again. And it's gonna continue, right? Like yeah. th- there's a problem that needs to be addressed. And until that's addressed, we're gonna continue to hear these very sad and tragic uh, stories. The plus side, uh, if there is a plus side, is uh, Jacob Blake, uh, the victim in the shooting, um, did not uh, die immediately from the shooting. And I've actually heard that he's um, expected to survive the incident. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope he gets a big-ass lawsuit out of this and becomes rich. Rich yeah, enough. I hope those kids all have their college paid for. They but fucking better. Keep, yeah, we got to keep our eye on because there are protests happening now. Yeah, there were protests last night in Wisconsin. There are actually protests the here Guard. too uh, in Denver where we live. There are protests. Uh, there were protests. I think twelve people were arrested in Denver. Yeah, yeah, they got a little violent here um, with a window smashed at a Quiznos. Uh, oh, no. who knew the guys don't though. get violent with this please don't no violence yeah, violence is not peaceful. Yeah. please protest it's, it's frustrating vote fucking vote um vote, vote. hashtag just fucking vote yeah and i don't know and and, and do more than that get involved in the community yeah. Do make positive change. Don't smash windows. It just makes it sets everything back. It really does. And I know that it's important. It's frustrating, but we have to like. Yeah, but that's how the, that's how we pay attention. That's how the news pays attention when shit like that does happen. When they're peaceful, you don't hear about it as much. Yeah, unless I 10, know, and I, I up, you don't hear about it. You know it, what I'm saying? Like I know it's a, it's they, a it's a page right out of DJT's playbook. He he creates strife and and every everybody pays attention. I know. I get it. But well, like, we've had massive protests. It's not the right way to go. The day he was in office, so he's just it doesn't make news anymore. It's like flash in the pan sort of attention. If you want lasting change, you have to be positive. Positive change. Go watch Obama's speech at the DNC, and before that, he had a few uh, speeches recently that I thought were good. You're a voice of reason, Eddie. What would Obama do? Think about that. Um, what else is happening? But not even think about what, what would a decent person do? Because I, I feel like Obama's just trying to 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 relay decency and say that we don't have to resort to violence. We don't have to, uh, yeah. We don't have to like smash Quiznos windows. We can be but upset, involved. but we can get involved. Like the, you need to be involved. It's you just, need to get involved. These people get angry and they think, oh, if I smash a window, I'm doing something. I'm I'm doing something because I'm mad right now. But sure, you, you just did something. You just uh, you may have gotten yourself some attention, but in the long term, you're really you're not helping anybody. If you if you really want to do something, you have to actually work, and you can't just smash a window. I, I wish I wish success came from just smashing windows. We'd all be smashing windows. If well, I see, sma- our president is the worst example of this, though, because his whole ideal, his whole life has been smashing windows. Just- any any press is good press. Good press, bad press, it doesn't matter. Press is, you know, it oh, matters. Such a leftover yeah, thing so from he, the 80s. His whole thing has just been whatever it is, it's good. But that's not how it works right now for us. No. <laughs> hey, real quick, I have a yeah. drinking game we should all play. 
mm. right now. For every white person on the RNC, <laughs> take us take a drink. Oh no! Every every speaker who's white, you got to take a drink. I'll die. Well, they lost Herman Cain, so did they? <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Well, yeah, why are you died? laughing? He died. He, he, he died from the COVID. He got the Rona. After, he got, got the Rona from Trump's rally in Oklahoma. I didn't mean to laugh at that. Yeah, that was really insensitive. I'm sorry. Why are you laughing again? <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> I just wanted to make that uncomfortable. Okay, dude. It's news to us. News roundup. Yeah. I don't think this story is getting enough attention, but there are major wildfires happening in California right now. Last uh, In the month of August, there have been over 13,000 lightning strikes that have caused more than 600 wildfires statewide in California. Wow. To date, they have burned more than 1.2 million acres or almost 1,900 square miles. That's almost land. as big as the, the yacht that Steve Bannon bought with those legal funds. <laughs> Okay, and these are dry. A lot of these are dry lightning strikes too. So there's not rain falling. It's just lightning. Man, They're yeah, those videos moisture. are horrific. I, we, I think uh, Katie retweeted some of those. Weren't they crazy? Yeah, really bad. Yeah, it's pretty ap- apocalyptic. I that, mean, there's yeah. uh, three fires surrounding uh, the San Francisco Bay Area as we speak. There was one. Uh, two video- of the three are, are uh, like the second and fourth largest wildfire in the California's history. Mm. California has more more acres have burned this year already than all of 2019, which was a pretty rough year as it was for California. So you think maybe this might have something to do with uh, global warming and those uh, those liberals My might have been right. RNC Eddie drink. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> 12,000 buildings have been destroyed and they have 14,000 firefighters um, trying to fight the blaze. Governor Newsom of California, because um, uh, federal response to uh, help California uh, was delayed for so long, he actually reached out to Canada and Australia and Canada's helping California fight the fires. They didn't rake their leaves. Hmm. Yeah, you got to right. 250,000 people have been evacuated and there's already been uh seven deaths uh from this fire. We've also lost uh California lost its the first state park uh and it was full of redwoods that they don't Oh, yes. The redwoods, but, you know, we uh, we uh we were actually thinking about doing a road trip and we were that was somewhere on the list going to that uh redwood area yeah great yeah not not gonna happen not gonna we were like like in two weeks we were thinking about maybe doing that not gonna happen no 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 i'm going to california right now not gonna happen now no not gonna any part of california no um oh man okay we'll keep an eye on that one it's news to us news roundup i don't even know what that means keep an eye on it it's just you keep an eye on it and tell us. <laughs> People need to pay attention to that yeah, story because that's keep big. Keep an eye on it. It's right? huge. So we have uh, wildfires all through California. We have uh, as we. Oh, that was we were moving on to the next topic. Why are you going back? 
because I wasn't done. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> well, that that that's a cue, meaning that it's time to move it along. Don't move it along. <laughs> okay, we're it's moving about, on. You got to move it along. You move it along, then. I Go did. I pressed the button. <laughs> It's news to us. News Roundup. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, Alexei Nalvani was poisoned. He is a Russian citizen who is a major advocate for democracy in Russia. This mm. is the second time yes. Nalvani a huge, a, a is a huge victim advocate. of an apparent poisoning. From what I understand, this uh, guy like leads big marches, right? And he's like a, a he's big a, political figure. Yeah, he's the biggest opposition to Putin in Russia. He's like the yeah. the resistance, so he's like the opposition. So it's sort of like he's a Luke Skywalker versus the the uh, the Darth Vader. Exactly. The and, Empire. And uh, he was actually poisoned last summer. And he was hospitalized for several days after he had been jailed for calling for street protests. Isn't that crazy that this guy can just get poisoned, though? You're living in, in Russia, and you're just living your life, and you randomly get poisoned? How the fuck does Dude, that happen? He's, he's had so many attempts on his life, and it's like every time you know it's Putin. Everybody knows it's Putin. But, I mean... <laughs> major threat this it? guy because he has a big movement and Putin has just renewed his presidency through the end of his life yeah um, so basically he got really sick the other day he was on a flight actually I don't know where the flight was or where it was going but there was audio recording that came out of the flight and it sounded horrible he sounded like he was dying in the bathroom on the flight uh. um but he was poisoned by an unknown substance from a group of drugs that affect the nervous system. That's um, what they, they do. Find, I'm sorry? Oh, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. They finally let him leave Russia. Um, the doctor that's treating him in Germany says that they think that the Russians were trying to keep him there until the poison wasn't available in his system anymore to show up and test. But they were able to get him out in time. He almost died on the flight out. They had to stop, make an emergency landing. Um, he's still in a coma now. Yeah, he's in he's in an induced coma. But they say he's going to live, but that he might suffer some long time neurological disorders from it. Mm. And, I mean, this guy has a family. He has little kids and a wife, and and also so. he, he was just. Using his voice. I mean, this is what we cannot lose in America. This guy was just like a protest leader. He was like a guy who maybe uh, he, he he like he put together a big march, marches, and he, he organized. He he brought ideas together. That's all he was doing. He opposed Putin. Yeah, and in Russia, that's a big deal because if you like literally, clearly, if you oppose Putin, you get murdered, and. They have no democracy left, so this I mean, is why we're she, headed down that route yes. if we don't keep fighting for the democracy that we have left now. I'm glad that you said that because this is a great example of where we could end up because we uh, we know that DJT loves Putin and also, uh, according to that Senate report we should probably talk about next, uh, Russia 
helped Donald Trump get elected president of the United States. And if Russia is behind what is happening right now in our country, this is what we have to look forward to. You uh, leading a march or, or starting a movement or a protest or people you admire, and they, they're just suddenly killed, and you're living in constant fear. Eddie, real quick, white person on the RNC. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to keep up. Yeah, no, it is. It's important. It's exactly this is how you crush democracy. And Putin, I mean, Russia does this to several people. We remember the Poisoning attacks in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Sergey Sergey Scripple and his daughter. Yeah. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, his name's Vladimir. What's his last name though? I, I'm not very good at it. I had it. Well, this is uh, let's let's move on with the news roundup because uh, this next one is just so big. It's news to us. News roundup. Like, this should have been almost our lead story this week and maybe next week because this should not go anywhere uh, with the the Senate Intelligence Committee bipartisan. Republican-led. Republican-led, thank you, releasing a final report on Russia in the 2016 election. And they they found this fucking collusion word. You want to use that? Let's fucking use it. Yes, there was collusion. Yeah, there was Marco Rubio can say there wasn't all he wants. Coming from Republicans, was. coming from Republicans, there was collusion. I do like how Marco Rubio made like a summary, like the Cliff Notes version, like no one was going to read their conclusion, hoping that they would just read the, the Cliff Notes and, yeah. and say there was no collusion. When in fact, if you read the entire report, it shows and lines up how much interaction there was between the Trump campaign in 2016 and Russia. It's like, how can your campaign manager be giving campaign data to Russian operatives, but you don't call that collusion? When the candidate comes out publicly on national TV (laughs) saying, Russia, if you're listening, (laughs) what about the emails? We want the 30,000 emails. It was found that... um that Vladimir Putin ordered Russian the effort the uh, Russian effort to hack uh, the de- the DNC after that, and it was with coordination with uh, Paul Manafort and Roger Stone that they re- uh, w- along with WikiLeaks where they released um, those uh, emails from uh, campaign manager John Podesta the same day as the Access Hollywood tapes came out. Right, the grabber by All the pussy tapes. As the same day that came out, that's when those DNC emails were leaked, and also the whole thing with Pizzagate, that weird fucking thing, and uh, bullshit. That that is, uh, th- that was all coordinated. It was a coordinated attack, and with the aid of Russia to influence the election of 2016, when Hillary Clinton called DJT a puppet. Uh, she wasn't fucking around. She should have probably been more assertive with that, but I understand her position as well. I thought she did the best she could, but we were dealing with a monster here, and this monster has rose to power through the aid of Vladimir Putin. You're right. We're dealing with a monster. And if you think Vladimir Putin cares about Trump, that's... 
the biggest. <laughs> like as soon as Trump is fucking completely in it, Vladimir Putin's asshole. Right now he's about knee deep. As soon as as soon as the rest You're of his knee deep. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe waist. I was thinking, oh, I was thinking from person. I was thinking from head. If you- I say from head to knee, head to knee, head to knee. Okay, that depends on which way you're yeah. going. Yeah, as soon as going as soon as first, ankle, yeah, as soon as ankle to foot is in that ass, Vladimir Putin's going to be our president. Uh, he already is our president. Oh my gosh, there's so many whiteness going on right so now. So much whiteness, Eddie. Oh, ah, okay, drinks. RNC on live while we're doing the show. Okay, ten drinks, ten no, drinks. I, I think it was like forty-five drinks. Yeah, we're gonna just make it ten. Well, okay. we'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll work on that. Uh, <laughs> it's news to us. We're back live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, and as we kind of wrap up the show a little bit, we're, we're watching the RNC live. Because we're li- we happen to be live on the air while it's happening, and uh, Jason just spotted a black guy at the RNC. Yeah, and it wasn't Tim Scott. It wasn't. And then we, it's we, impressive. This drinking game that we were doing is like anytime you see a white person take a drink. But then I was thinking, like, we did it backwards. We should have been taking a drink anytime we see a black person. Now we're wasted. <laughs> yeah, but if you waited for every African American, then. You wouldn't. You would only have like one or two drinks a night. There's no fun in that. But it's a weeknight. <laughs> mm. I don't know, but that, that's a, point to Eddie. We will be. <laughs> we're going to be doing um, our. Don't forget our live election coverage. We are how many days away from the general election? It's, it's coming up on November third here really fast, like two months away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say fifty four days, just because that's when you should turn in your mail in ballots. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're closer to like eighty ish, but yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say ish, eighty ish. Exactly. I'm gonna say twenty day, uh, twenty days before, so people turn their their stuff in. If you're gonna mail them, if not, then you should drop them off. A reminder to vote, of course. Register to vote. Check your registration, uh, especially vote.org, vote.org, vote.org. And then on election night, we'll be here live on November 3rd on Adobe Radio uh, covering it. We'll have different Adobe hosts pop in, hopefully. Uh, we have some technical issues to work out. Where are we doing it? We don't know yet. We don't know how we're doing it. We're still social distancing. We're trying to be responsible here. Also, don't forget, most states have early voting. Yeah. You don't have to wait until November 3rd to go vote in most states. You can go prior to that. So look into that if you're not going to vote by mail, which is an admirable thing if you're not going to vote by mail. It's, you know, we're not telling you, we're not trying to tell you what to do. If you've gotten this far on the show, you already know you're probably already voting, but just throwing that out. Yeah. Uh, drinking for every white. There's options. Oh, we've got a new white person. Okay. We're here. We're in this with you, and uh, thanks for listening to it's news to us. What? Yeah, sorry. Cheater. I didn't. Okay, you're failing at this game. Cheater. Uh, We'll be tweeting all week. It's news to us, so come follow the show. And any final words? We're wrapping it up. We have seconds left before we're gone. Yeah. We didn't touch on New York Attorney General ask judge to order Eric Trump's testimony next time. Yeah.
appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Love Tim Apple. Great guy.